Welcome to Journey with Jesus, a podcast where two friends share hope, especially in these challenging days that are before us right now. Remember, there is joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus, and we are here to talk about how you can have that joy. Tanya, what scripture are we highlighting today? Today we're coming from Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, and it reads, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And that is from the ESV version. Um, I also like the one out of the NIV. I couldn't decide, so you're getting both today. Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they're old, they will not turn from it. I think that is so important. You and I both have children in their 20s, and there have been times when they have not necessarily followed a path that I would have had, but we know they're on a journey, and we know that we have prayed for them even before they were born, and we know that God has something special in mind and how they're gonna get there, and their roots come from us spending time at home praying, at church praying, and just being a God-focused family. Exactly. And so we want to talk about what it means to train up, or what was the word that the NIV used? Start children off. So train up a child or start children off. What does that mean? Well, we're both moms, like you said. We both have children in, our, in their 20s, which I cannot believe that. So really, they're not children anymore. They're actually young adults, aren't Correct. they? Correct. They are. But when they were young, this scripture really meant a lot to me. I had heard the scripture. I had thought about it, and I was challenged by the Lord in knowing what it meant to train up a child. And so let's talk about that. What can you do if you are a parent out there and you have children, no matter what age they are, they're still your children. But specifically, what is the Lord telling us when he says train up a child? Well, first of all, when I think of that, I think the Lord is, like you said, wanting us to pray with them and for them. And you can't do that enough, can you? No, not at all. All those prayers we pray, even to get pregnant and then to carry the child's pregnancy and then to have our children it's just been amazing that God has answered all those prayers but really daily praying for them and with them show your children what it means to pray how you can pray together so if you're a parent and you're thinking how can I lead my child by example prayer is a great place to start it is and I want to kind of tag on to that because as parents We pray knowing, we pray from a faithful place, which can carry us a little bit further. You know, our last podcast, we talked about faith and putting our feet to faith. And sometimes when you're raising children, we have to pray for us as parents too, because they do give us challenges. Exactly. And I'm certain I gave my parents challenges as well. But when you get in a regular routine of praying, it almost becomes a part of your day that you can't let go of. Now, prayer does not guarantee success. It doesn't mean that your children are not going to have challenges or conflict or health issues. 
they're still going to go through some things. But when you pray through them, there's so much that can be gained. And God can use that as a mechanism, not only to grow your faith or their faith, your children's faith, but it can grow his kingdom. And that's ultimately where this scripture is based from, in my mind. Yes, and that's what he wants us to do. And, and so prayer is very, very important. Don't ever think that you, you've prayed enough. There always are more prayers left to pray. I've always heard this, 100% of the prayers that we don't pray will not get answered. So we can just continue to pray. Pray without ceasing. And, and I do think it's important, in addition to praying, really getting in the Word, reading the Word, reading these Bible stories that just come to life. My dad did that for me when I was growing up, and he taught me about what it meant to walk in the way the Lord would want me to walk by reading these stories from the past of people who who did that. You know, one of my favorite stories, there's so many in the Bible, but I do love when Abraham sacrificed his son Isaac or thought he was going to because the Lord had asked him you know to test his faith bring your son Isaac and he did it and the Lord saw his faith and said wait I don't want you to kill him I wanted to see how much you loved me and that you were willing to sacrifice that always meant a lot to me that story just brought tears to my eyes so teach your children these stories you can apply those to life today yes the Word of God is as relevant today as when it was written. It has as much meaning and purpose. The more you read, the more you want to reread because you've had a life experience and you can relate to it differently. But I would like to read um, a verse or two from Ephesians because this is geared towards the children as a reminder. And I think it's important that we teach it to them no matter what their age is. And so I'm coming from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well for you that you may enjoy a long life on earth. So it's, it's a dual effort. We pray for our children. We teach our children how to pray, and they in turn come back and honor and pray and become obedient to God as well. God has got to smile at those things that happen. I read something in a devotional today, and they actually called it the three D's of prayer, and I'm making a small change to that. I'm going to make it the four D's of prayer. Desire, daily discipline, and delight. So if we can get to a point where we desire to have that prayer time, and we spend the time in daily discipline of reading the Word, praying to God, we will have a delight from having spent that time. It will enrich our lives, and it will enrich our children's lives because they will be inspired by that. Even if they walk away from it, rebellious teenage years, first thing that pops into my mind, you know, children think we know nothing right. when they hit about 12. <laughs> That's true. And then they come back to us as they, they get do. a little maturity about mm-hmm. them. They come back to us. They're going to do the same thing with the Word of God. You just have to implant the seed. You do. And that goes to the second part of the scripture that we started with. Train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So these things encourage them to come back to what they know. Like you said, they'll come back to those things that they've 
learned from us. They'll watch us. They'll see us living out our faith. And that's very important. I want to talk about that a minute. You mentioned that we'll have that daily discipline. They see us praying. They see us reading the Word. They see us serving and delighting in it. Not because we have to, but because we want to. And there's a difference. Absolutely there is. There is. And one of my favorite scriptures is from Psalm 37, 4, which says, Delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. So when you delight in the Lord by spending time with Him and sharing that with your, your children, they see the delight that you have, that relationship that you have with the Lord. And then your desires change. They really do. The more time you spend with the Lord, and your kids see that. You're wanting to do more to bring his kingdom to earth and share truth with other people instead of maybe all the discipline and you need to do this and you need to do that and you need to be spending time in the word. You know, too many times I think we try to teach that way and lecture. I've been guilty of it. And you know what happens? They turn away. But when you show them and you live it out, that goes further. Because we are displaying Jesus in that moment. We are showing love versus the discipline. And God comes to us from a point of, of love. It's not of anger or... He may command us to do certain things, but He also gives us the desire to do it. Right. And I'm glad you said love because I was just going to go to Deuteronomy chapter 6, which talks about the greatest commandment. And you'll know this. It's, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command to you today shall be on your heart. And listen to this part, Tanya. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. And it goes on to talk about, you know, put them on the door posts of your house, on your gates, Bind them as a sign on your hand and the frontlets between your eyes. So what the Lord is saying, first of all, love Him. Love the Lord your God. And when you do that and you teach your children about God's love, that is the most important thing you can teach them. It really is. That they are loved by God. Exactly. And there's a couple of things that that makes me think of. First and foremost, we are to imitate Jesus. It does not matter where you are in your walk with God. It does not matter where you are in praying for your children. That you could be 90 years old, your children could be 70 years old. You can still pray for them. And God wants us just to love and imitate what Jesus showed us when He was here on earth for that short amount of time. We read about in the Scriptures. We were revered or awed by what all He did so that we could live in eternity with Him. And it leads me to Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. And I am sure and confident that God who began this good work in you will carry it out until it is finished, until the day of Christ. Amen. What better way to demonstrate your love back to God, praying for your, the person you co-parent with, and pray for your children and your grandchildren, even if they're not born yet, Pray for them in the future tense that all will be well and that you will be the example that you need to be so that God's light shines through you. And as we're doing this, we are planting seeds of faith in them. 
each thing you do, each each time you pray, each time you read a scripture, each time maybe you text them a scripture, that's something I've done before too, or share a story of something that's happened to you, an answered prayer, or an opportunity to serve where you saw God in that, that those areas, those plant seeds in them. And then of course, you don't just stop there, you sow those seeds. Yes. It's a daily, like you said, a discipline, doing it every day and really spending time. And there's a scripture in the Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 9, 6, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, but whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And we want to reap bountifully. We want to see our children bloom. It's never too late. Never. They're never, like we said, too old or too young. Keep sharing your faith. Don't be silent, but just keep on teaching them and loving them. And not just your children. I'm going to take this further. All God's children. You may not be a parent right now, or you might be in a situation where you can't have children, but we are all God's children, and there's somebody in your path, a child that needs you. Yes, it could be someone of your same age, someone older, does not matter. We are all children of God, and we all need each other. Love and prayer go so well together and can heal so many things that are hurtful or things of our past that we just struggle with. But God can love us through all of that when we just trust Him. And we can certainly get our children of any caliber to the next place that they're to go in God's kingdom. And that gives me hope because I know that my children will come back to what they've been taught, like that scripture says. If we focus on training them up, teaching them God's law, praying for them, sharing time with them in fellowship, showing them what the love of Jesus is all about, then they will come back to that. So if you're a parent and you're worried I don't know what's happened to my kids. It seems like they're not focusing on Jesus. Don't lose heart. Don't lose faith. Keep praying. Keep doing what you have done in the past. Or if you haven't, it's not too late. Start today. Start praying for your children. Start encouraging them with God's Word and showing them what it means to be a Christ follower. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that no matter the circumstance or the wedge that we have put between ourselves and you, Lord, you're right there. And Lord, we can demonstrate our love for you and how we pray for others, how we pray for our own children, how we pray for all of those people around. Lord, you want so much for your children to return home to you. And Lord, let us surrender all. We give you our lives to manage in the way that would best give you the glory because that is what we're living all about. Lord, we love you. We thank you for loving our children. We thank you for loving one another. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you just for this truth and for the greatest commandment that you have given us, and that is to love you with all of our heart, all of our souls, and all of our minds. And Lord, we just want to continue to listen to what you're telling us and be obedient and train up our children in the way they should go and even when they are old they will not depart from 
your teaching from you. So Lord, that is the desire of our heart, that our children would continue to seek you first, would come back if they've left, will be there listening, will embrace your love and not turn away, but come home and give you their whole hearts. We pray for all of God's children to do that, to seek you with their whole hearts. That's what you want. And so Lord, we believe that it's possible and we just pray and we thank you for this opportunity to, to lift up these prayer requests. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, you can do a simple search, Journey with Jesus, on soundcloud.com, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcast. Remember to subscribe so you'll get our latest episodes. And we thank you for listening. You can always reach us if you email us at journeywithjesus2019 at gmail.com. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.